every year since this podcast started. The holiday season arrives and I offer episodes that provide you with tips and tricks and ways to survive. And I'm doing that again this year, but with a fun twist that I think you're really going to enjoy. Welcome back to the Anxious Therapist Podcast, a safe space where we believe vulnerability is the key to happiness. Past holiday seasons, I've talked to you so much about setting boundaries and how to take care of yourself and maintain your self-care while you're spending more time with family, consuming more sugar, drinking more alcohol, and overall just out of your routine. You're spending too much money, you're stressed out, and it's a lot. And so while those tips and tricks are wonderful, you can go back and listen to past year's episodes if you need those reminders. Today, I want to give you a little bit more perspective and understanding of why the trigger triggers might be happening, especially over the holiday season, and having that awareness of how your upbringing likely impacted any challenges you feel during this particular time of year. So without further ado, let's jump in. I literally said to one of my therapy clients this week, I need you to be okay with disappointing people. And that is what today's episode is all about. As we're approaching this holiday season, I would love to give you more insight into setting boundaries and how to do that and improving your relationships and taking care of yourself. But what I really need from you is to learn how to be okay with disappointing people. It can feel so uncomfortable for those of us who have spent our entire lives being people pleasers. Our number one goal was to make other people happy, to take on the emotional burden of everyone else. And so the idea, the mere notion of disappointing someone, it's like debilitating. You like can't even think about it. Like, no way, Jacqueline, I can't do that. That's not who I am. But I'm telling you right now, if you learn to be okay with disappointing people, your entire life will change. And this dread that you feel with the holiday season coming up will start to subside. I fucking love Christmas. Like, hands down, my favorite holiday. But I hate it because of the stress and the drama. And growing up in a blended family. And bouncing from house to house. And always being the person who was in the car on Christmas Day. Traveling from here to there and never getting to just settle in and play with my new toys and hang out and without feeling like, oh shit, I have to leave and go to the next place in a couple of hours, right? Like everything was so chaotic and rushed. Everyone was fighting to get their time in with me. And I kept trying to convince myself like, dang, it's so cool to be so loved that everyone wants to spend time with you, but it made me miserable. And so as much as I've loved Christmas, it's been so difficult as an adult to look forward to this time of year 
because of all of that past stress and pain that I'm accustomed to. But the thing that changed it all was when I learned how to disappoint people. When I stopped saying, oh, it would make my mom happy if, or it would make my grandparents happy if, or it would be easier for my parents if I did A, B, or C. When I stopped doing that, when I stopped putting other people and what would make them happiest or make their life run smoothest or would make the holidays best for them ahead of my own wants and needs, everything changed. Imagine that. Now, this is one of those things that is like everything else in our healing journey. It's easier said than done. We can say, yeah, I don't care what people think. I'm going to do what's best for me. But when push comes to shove, most of us will have a really hard time following through with that because it's so deeply ingrained in our brains that it's wrong, that it's selfish to put our needs first and do what we want to do. And it is selfish. And you currently have a negative connotation of the word selfish. I don't. I fucking love the word selfish. I think it's amazing. I think we all need to be more selfish. Being selfish means I'm taking care of me. I'm considering what I want and what's best for me. And now that I have a family, I get to be selfish with them too. I get to say, look, here's my boy's routine. And I'm not willing to forego that for any Christmas party or get together or holiday tradition that I used to partake in or desire that a grandparent might have for them. My job is to advocate for myself and my family and what's best for us, regardless of how someone else feels about it. And we've had a lot of conflict in my family and my husband's family around the way that we choose to do things. It's hurt some people's feelings. Some people don't agree with it. And that's none of my business. How they feel about it is none of my business. This is where we all are getting so mixed up with setting boundaries and taking care of ourselves and being okay with disappointing people is that we make it so that, you guys, this cold is going to be the death of me. (laughs) I keep losing my voice in the middle of the night. So I'll like get up. This is just a side tangent. I'll get up and, you know, wake up Derek to make the baby a bottle while I get him changed and then I can sit and feed him and I won't have a voice. And then I'll wake up in the morning and it'll take me like an hour to get my voice back. But now it's eight o'clock at night and I'm losing, starting to lose my voice again. So great time to record a podcast, but I know you guys love me unconditionally. So anyway, so anyway, you guys are getting caught up in this trap of thinking and believing that when you set a boundary, the other person has to agree to it. The other person has to be okay with it. And that's not the case. It is not your job to control what the other person does or says or thinks about your boundary. Your job is simply to enforce the boundary. So when it comes to the holidays and 
we're coming up with plans and what we want to do. My husband and I said, this year we'd like to host. We have two small boys and it sucks for us when we have to leave the party early because we need to get them home and put them down for bed. And it sucks when we don't have their rooms and their cribs to nap in throughout the day. And it sucks when they don't have their environment where they're most comfortable so that they can thrive and really fully enjoy the day. And it sucks when we have to come over to other people's houses that aren't baby proofed and we don't get to enjoy the day because we're chasing around our toddler who's getting into everything. So we set the boundary and asked everyone if we could host. And it's not our job to make sure that everyone agrees to that or that nobody's bothered by that. Because listen, I can't imagine what it's like to be a family where somebody hosted and we always did this every single year and this is how it was. And now we're trying to change that. I'm sure that's challenging for some people. Change tends to be difficult. That's not my responsibility. I'm a proponent for change. I love change. I think it's beautiful. I think it means growth. I think it means adapting to new circumstances, right? So my job is to say to my husband, I'd like to host this year. Let's extend the invite. If people choose to come, great. If not, then they can do their own thing. And I love that for them too. I'm not tied emotionally to the outcome of my boundary. All I'm saying to people that we love and care about and that we want to celebrate the holiday with is, hey, here's what we're going to be doing this year. Please join us. And if they choose not to, or if they choose to be upset, or if they choose to question it, that has nothing to do with me. I can simply say, this is what works best for us. Period. Let them have their feelings about it. Let them be disappointed. Let the change make them uncomfortable. It's fine. You don't need to go to Christmas morning at your grandma's house for the 35th year in a row just because that's what you've always done. Maybe you have children of your own now and you'd rather spend Christmas morning at home opening stockings together and doing your final Christmas presents and watching a Christmas movie or going outside and making a snowman. But the point is you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like when it comes to the holiday season and you really look forward to it, it's December 1st today as I'm recording this. So we're, you know, a few weeks away from it. Are you looking forward to it with excitement and joy and hope that things are going to run smoothly? Or is there this sense of dread? Is there a sense of disappointment for yourself because it's not going to go the way that you want to go? And what are you doing about it? Are you speaking up and saying, this is what would be best for me? Maybe you want to freaking stay home alone and spend it by yourself. That's fine. At some point in your life, you're going to have to stop living for other people. You're going to have to stop tying your emotional well-being to other people's happiness. Like, Being okay with going to bed at night going, yeah, they were disappointed. That sucks for them, right? And I'm not saying to be cold and 
heartless about it, right? So if grandma's like, well, I can't leave the nursing home, so I'd really love if you came to visit me at some point, great. But do you have to go do that on Christmas if that's not what feels best for you? No, you don't. And is grandma going to try to guilt trip you? Probably. Be okay with disappointing them. Be okay with it. Learn to get comfortable with that. Stop tying yourself to the outcome for everyone else. When you lay down at night, can you confidently say, I did what was best for me and my family? Or are you laying in bed going, man, I cannot wait until I finally have the guts to do what I want to do with my family for the holidays. Make traditions for us. Start our lives. Or are you going to spend another holiday in the car, traveling from here to there, trying to please everyone else and see everyone else? And maybe you, maybe you like that. Maybe you genuinely enjoy driving around to every single family, eating three different Christmas dinners, like... Maybe that does bring you joy, and that's great too. But I'm speaking to the people who are exhausted by everyone else's expectations of them. Exhausted by the family who says, okay, well, ham's on at 1 p.m. on Christmas Day without asking, hey, what's best for you guys? How do you want to celebrate this year? What Do you want to host? Do you want us to host? Do you want to you know, find a different day that's not on the actual holiday to get together? Like, what's the plan? Now, don't even get me started on gifts. I know my brother doesn't listen to the podcast, but um, he has referred a lot of people to the podcast for that. I'm grateful. So shout out to him. Shout out to everyone who listens as a result of that. I swear he's a walking, talking sandwich board for the Anxious Therapist podcast, and that's really cool. Um, but him and I were talking, and the holidays stress him out to no end. He is He is so fed up with buying gifts for everyone when we're all grown adults and we by ourselves what we want right we all have jobs we all have money we you know he's like I'm so sick of buying gifts he, he just wants to buy gifts for the kids and that's it um and so you know we're, we're talking about that and we decided to stop doing gifts in a you know our adult relationships with all, all of our sets of parents and whatever um and instead focus on the kids and making it fun for them and whatever. Um, but even that, you know, buying gifts for people. Um, if you have to reach out to someone and say, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Well, then you probably don't need to buy them a Christmas gift. Because if something doesn't like authentically come to you and say, oh, we've been talking and I know they really want this thing and I'd love to give that to them. Or oh my God, I was walking through Target and I saw this thing and it made me think of them and I just wanted to gift it to them. I am a firm believer, like stop buying people something as like a checklist, right? Stop making a list of all the people that you quote unquote need to buy a gift for and instead lead with this authenticity that says, hey, this made me think of you. Or I know you've been really wanting to get this thing for yourself, so I got it for you, right? Like, why are we, as grown adults, giving each other Christmas lists? <laughs> it's weird. 
it's it's a weird tradition. I'm sorry. Um, and if you're like a huge gift giver and that's your jam, I just can't relate to you because it it is stressful to me and I don't do it. Derek and I don't exchange gifts for any holiday. Um, you know, occasionally we'll do a little exchange here or there, but that's again more of I thought you would enjoy this, not here's what I want for Christmas. So it's just interesting. Um, and I'm just simply offering a different perspective when it comes to gift giving. You don't take it or leave it. But the thing that I want you to keep in mind this holiday season is to be okay with disappointing people. Be okay sitting in that discomfort that it creates for you to know that someone else is upset. Let me say that again. Be okay sitting in the discomfort of someone else being upset. These are grown adults who have no problem with you being upset, who have no problem with you being disappointed. We need to adopt more of that nature. That says, yeah, I bet they are bummed out. You know, this is this was hard for them. We changed things up this year. We're doing it differently. That probably is hard. You can validate their feelings. You don't have to be cold and heartless. But you do have to start considering yourself. Otherwise, you don't get to be resentful. You don't get to be driving around in the car like I did for years bickering you know when when I was a child I couldn't help it but like through my college years through the early years of my marriage and everything I I would literally be crying in the car to Derek I'd be like we are why are we the ones in the car on Christmas day why are we the ones who always have to drive to see everybody else why doesn't anyone consider coming to us why doesn't anyone consider what would make our lives easier right? All of these things. We would have this conversation year after year after year. And we'd always joke when we have kids, we'll hold them hostage. We'll just tell the grandparents, Hey, we're staying home for Christmas this year. If you want to spend it with us, great. You know where we live. And that's literally what we've done. It's literally how we've shaped our lives now is this is what works best for us. We hope you can make it. Does that suck for them that they're now going to have to be the ones to get in the car and drive? Maybe, but that's none of my business. They are grown adults who can decide what's best for them, right? And that's what I want you to remember. It is not your responsibility nor your burden to make things easy for everybody else, to forgo what's best for you for the sake of someone else. And so as you move forward in this holiday season, I just ask that you question if you are genuinely happy about the way things are planned and how things are supposed to go down. And if you're not, how can you make changes so that you can enjoy this holiday season? I am wishing you the merriest Christmas and the happiest of holidays. I know I'll chat with you again before then, but who knows if it'll be on this subject matter or not. Take care of yourself. Be okay with disappointing people. I love you so much, and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.